I'm Victoria. And I'm Lexi. And welcome to Entry Level, the podcast for people figuring it out. If this happens to be your first episode with us, welcome. But also, go ahead and check out our trailer so you can get a better idea of who we are and why we started this all. In our last episode, we discussed our spring favorites, including our favorite products, fashion, and activities now that the weather is finally nice. This episode, we plan on switching gears a little bit to discuss something pretty close to the both of us. Yeah, so if you have listened to past episodes, um, I feel like pretty often we we reference back to therapy. Yeah. Um, it's something that we're both going through right now, and I think even outside of Victoria and I, generally society has kind of had a different view on therapy than it has in the past. I feel like people are talking about it a lot more. It's not seen as, like, something that, you know, crazy people need. <laughs> not that I want to use that language, but you know what I mean? Like, I feel like yeah. it was very taboo for a while. Um. So, yeah, for today's episode, we kind of want to give you guys a look at what that experience has been like for us. So why we started, how we got started, kind of like the impact that it's had on us. Because, again, I think a lot of people talk about, oh, how great it is, but they don't really go through where to even get started. Because it can be pretty intimidating, I would say. Yeah, I guess we can just go right into it. Yes, we want to start with, like, why we both started going to therapy. Mm -hmm. And our guess our journeys with that. Yeah. So for me personally, I will say that I first started going to therapy my sophomore year of college, mm. like the summer of my sophomore year, um, through like SMU. Yeah. Um, very random. I think I just like decided to go for like things that I guess I'll get into later. But like I think I was just trying it out and testing the waters. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually got, like, pretty comfortable with the person that I had, but it turns out that the therapist that I had was actually, like, a student, and she oh, was yeah. there for the summer, and so she was gonna go back to the school to where, like, she was from, and I, like, just got to the point where I was, like, I literally just unpacked, like, all this stuff with you. I think yeah. we were, like, five sessions in, and I was, like, at this point, there's, like, I don't want to go through the process of going through that with someone else. Yeah. She was also, like, a person of color, and, like, obviously, SMU is, like, a predominantly white space, and I had heard things from friends in the past about, like, how they had looked for someone specific to that. Yeah. And had had, had issues, and I just felt, like, what I was going for, not to say that, like, it wasn't that important, but I was, like, it's not a priority for me right yeah. now to go through that, like, finding a totally new person mm-hmm. and going through building a relationship with that person again and so I just chose to not like do it anymore yeah um and then fast forward to 11 months ago I guess or eight months ago yeah eight to 11 I I can't do math in my head um around like September definitely not 11 um I was started my job obviously Um, was feeling very overwhelmed with, like, my workload and how Mm -hmm. to manage that, um, being in the position that I was in of just, like, not feeling I can say no to things, um, not being able to, like, feel like I could communicate my bandwidth and that I was feeling, like, a little bit stretched or overwhelmed. And you're talking about at work. Yes, at work. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I, like, started feeling, like, honestly, a lot of anxiety towards work was dreading. Mm -hmm like, logging in for the day, like, had my notifications on all the time, so, like, was just constantly getting messaged on all accounts, and it just got, like, to the point, not to where it was debilitating, but it was definitely, Mm -hmm. like, overwhelming to think about work and 
my workload. I was working on the weekends. Like, yeah. it would be 5 a.m. and I was checking my email. I'd be in a class and I was checking my email. Um, and so that's initially why I started. What about mm-hmm. you? Yeah, so mine is kind of similar. I feel like my, my moment where I was like, oh, I probably should talk to someone about this also kind of stemmed from anxiety that I was feeling about work. Um, and we've both, I feel like we say this all the time, but like, oh, we've talked about this in past episodes. Um, but it really is just like such a different transition, you know, to be an employee versus being a student. Yeah. Um, and so I had shared this on another episode too, but I just had like one day where I just, I was just like freaking out. Like I had a breakdown over something that looking back at it now, I'm like, oh, it's really trivial and small. Um, but it was kind of at that point where I was like, I literally don't know what to do anymore. Um, and I don't know who to talk to again not to discount what anybody else has gone through but I felt like I was kind of well you and I talk about work a lot but even like Mm -hmm. my parents like my parents aren't in kind of like a corporate work setting um you know I don't know I just felt kind of like alone in that period and I also felt kind of like dumb for feeling the way that I was feeling um and so actually I that was kind of when I told myself like okay I need to start figuring out what to do um But still, like, a few, quite a few months went by, Um, but then I just started getting really overwhelmed by life and, like, how to be an adult. Like, I would, I would tell my mom and I would tell my friends, you know, like, oh, I need to save this much money. I need to get this much sleep. I need to work out. I need to have, like, this perfect routine and schedule to kind of, like, set me up for success in life, which, I mean, is not true. (laughs) Like, there's no, you know, formula to, like, having a perfect day or having a perfect life, and I would find that. I would stick to these routines and I'd be so strict on myself in terms of what I allowed myself to do, like what I allowed myself to indulge in versus not. Um, and even as I was sticking to that, I was still feeling sad and like I was still having bad days. And so I was just like, okay, like obviously this isn't working. And again, I really don't know what to do. So just kind of being overwhelmed by like the stress of life and also not knowing how I should be living my life. Of course, like I didn't think I'd start therapy and she was going to sit me down and be like, Lexi, if you follow these steps, one, two, three, like you'll have the perfect life and you'll be happy and like, yeah. you won't make any mistakes. Um, and so, yeah, I was just kind of the point where I was like overwhelmed with like, I don't really know what to do with my life that I was like, yeah, I do need to talk to somebody. Yeah. And honestly, echoing the part of the parents, I like feel that to my core. I yeah. think I, my first instinct was always to call my mom mm-hmm. and just ask what I would, what, what I should do, like yeah. why I was feeling that way. And they just, like, didn't have answers for me. Yeah. Um, similar to you, like, my parents aren't in, like, a corporate space. Mm-hmm. They're more so, like, on the healthcare side. So, like, they're not going into an office. Like, yeah. they're not using apps like Slack. They're not yeah. getting constant emails throughout the day. So they just, like, didn't really know how to navigate that for me. And I could mm-hmm. tell that my mom felt so bad because she couldn't relieve me of this, like, pain and stress that I was going through. Yeah. Um, and so it finally got to the point to where, like, both my parents were, like, hey, we think you should talk to somebody. Um, and so they, like, recommended that I start that journey. They, Another thing, like, I'm out of state. Like, they're both in Louisiana. Yeah. I'm in Texas. They didn't really know how to help me with that either. Like, my mm-hmm. dad gave me a recommendation um, of someone who he knew just because he's, like, somewhat in that field. Um, and so, like, I didn't really want to go to the same person that my dad knew because, like, yeah. I was talking about, like, a plethora of things like just a wide variety of things um and I just like didn't want I know that there's like HIPAA and everything but I just didn't want it to like get back to my dad so I like needed to find someone on my own and then Mm -hmm. similar to like I mentioned earlier needed to find like a person of color just for me personally 
Um, and so I just, like, did not know how <laughs> to, like, even start the process of finding that. Yeah. Um, which I guess we'll get into, like, our next point. Um, both Lexi and I both have, like, corporate jobs, but mm-hmm. we kind of have different ways of how, like, us approaching therapy technically works. Yeah. Um, for me personally, my job, um, like, in my company benefits... Obviously, you have the typical, like, health insurance, whatever else, 401k, (laughs) whatever comes up in benefits. I don't know. PTO. Um, And apparently, like, I'm just figuring out now that um, mental health services are included in our health insurance plan, which Mm -hmm. I did not realize was a thing. Yeah. Um, Which also I didn't know until I literally called my insurance company because, fun fact... Um, I, the first time I was trying to find a therapist, I looked up a psychiatrist and not mm. a psychologist or a counselor. Yeah. Um, and I asked like to get my first appointment and then they called me and they're like, so it's going to be a thousand dollars for your <laughs> like, initial like diagnostic. I and I was like, um, like, let me call you back. Like yeah. I'll get back to you. And I called my parents and they're like, you were definitely not supposed to call a psychiatrist. Um, so, all that to say, I ended up calling my insurance. Because mm-hmm. um, I, then I was scared that I was like, is it everything this expensive? Yeah, like, yeah, I was yeah. like, I understand why people don't go now. Um, called my health insurance. They were like, you definitely have mental health services. Um, mm-hmm. You just need to find someone in network. So, the process for me then was literally, I don't know if there's an easier way to do this, but I have United Healthcare. Yeah. I don't know if that's TMI, if I'm, like, not supposed to say that. Um, and they have this, like, portal online where you can find doctors based off of like what you're looking for but I like typed in like counselors or something Mm -hmm. and then you can choose like what you need counseling on yeah and so I think I just chose like anxiety comes up with like a thousand doctors or a thousand counselors yeah it's so overwhelming you're like I don't know like I want someone close to me but like I'd rather them cater to what I need than like have location be a convenience um and so then I had to do like a separate google search and be like black counselors like in Dallas anxiety I think is what I did and I literally was just like cross-referencing and then like looking at people's reviews but it's so hard because it's like reviews are so subjective especially Mm -hmm. because like everyone's going to therapy for different things yeah and so I'm like you might not like how they did something but like that doesn't mean that I necessarily like yeah Yeah. and so it's just like very hard and I'm sure we're going to get to this later, but, like, it's very normal to shop around for therapists. Mm-hmm. Um, people don't look at you a certain way if you've been to multiple people. Um, I think I got lucky, and, like, the person that I found is, was just a really good fit. But it's very normal to, like, have to kind of, like, go to two or three people before you find the right fit of, like, addressing the right things that you want to talk about, mm-hmm. the way that you want to, like, address those things, and, like, finding the next steps for that. Um, but yeah, that's how I found my therapist. I don't know. Did you do like a similar method? Yeah. Well, I remember, I think, so I think another thing that kind of like jump started me into being like, okay, this is something I should and like something I can do on my own. Um, cause I remember when you had called me and you're like, it's a thousand dollars. And I was like, (laughs) oh my God. I was like, there's no way that like I'd be able to pay for that. Um, and so honestly, I think when you told me that I was like, (laughs) never mind. Like I can, I can do something else. Yeah. Um, I had also, I had started looking on BetterHelp. Yeah. I feel like that's something that a lot of people, at least, I don't know, on social media have been talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, which I was, like, scrolling through there. I remember I went through those FAQs and, like, their stuff isn't covered by insurance. Yeah. Which, again, like, I guess with their business model makes sense. Yeah. Um, but I remember reading, like, 
I think it was like 90 to like 100 I don't know whatever range they gave like per session I was like like, I don't know like yeah my mental health is important but like at what cost yeah (laughs) like like, literally out there um so I was just like "Mm, I don't know I feel like to start like I should go through my insurance just because like I don't know in my head that kind of yeah made sense and at least there would be like you know, if there were issues, I could talk to people about insurance versus, I don't know what the better help helpline <laughs> looks like. You know what I mean? If I'm, like, billing or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, at the time, I also had United Healthcare at work. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess we're putting that out there. Yeah. Um, and I will say that portal is the most useless. <laughs> it's so Like, annoying. here's the thing. Yeah, like, because I was searching for people, too, and it's, like, they don't have photos no. of what people look like. Not that you should judge a book by a cover, but, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Especially when it comes to, like, if you want someone that's a person of color or, like, yeah. you know, there's a lot of androgynous names out there. Yeah. Like, not even being able to tell who's male, who's female. Um, something else, I don't know if this was, I don't care, this is what I was, I wanted someone, like, a little bit younger, Yeah. too, just because I'm, like, I feel like a lot of the things I'm feeling are more present in my generation Mm -hmm. you know especially like I said because I was I'm crying about work yeah you know I think and of course not to put everybody in this bucket of like if you're born at this time you have this perspective but Mm -hmm. however many years ago it was kind of like you work (laughs) like it's a job yeah you work you're supposed to work like get over it kind of thing um and so I thought it would also be helpful like I said to have someone a little bit younger um so yeah I was also like going back and forth between United Healthcare like going on a google search and literally I spent a lot of time it was very time doing this like I would say upwards, definitely over an hour. I don't think it was, like, hours yeah. on end. Um, but I'd also, I'd come across a site. I literally think it's called, like, Therapists for Black Girls. Oh, I something. did not find that. Okay, yeah. It was literally just, like, Therapists for Black Girls. And so I started there. Mm. But then I had to scroll through there. And then once I found a name, <laughs> yeah, that I was, then I had to go back to United Healthcare yeah, and, like, what I was type doing. it in to see. So it's not even, like, it's just so much back and forth. Um, and it was almost to the point where it was, like, Again, I was just annoyed, and I'm like, it shouldn't be this hard. Like, yeah. I, d- I don't want to do all of this. Like, you know, let me do all this to figure out, like, it might not even work out. Yeah. I was also under the impression that if I found someone in my network, that meant that it was, like... Free. Free. Yeah. For the most part. Um, and so that to say, it's not free. It's At least not. it wasn't for me. No. Um, I know I'm, I'm pretty skimpy with my healthcare. I'm like, mm, I think I'm... I think I have, like, the cheapest plan. I don't. Um, <laughs> I was like, I'm relatively healthy. Like, I don't have any, you know, I don't know, concerns, whatever. Um, so, anyway, like, technically, mental health services are also within my health plan. But this is something that I learned after the fact. I don't know who else or how this applies to, but um, at my company, we have, like, they just call it employee assistance program. It's a thing. Yeah, which I know that's a thing, but I'm also, like, that's extremely misleading. I don't know what it means. No, it's it's basically like, so the, okay, EAP, Employee Assistance Program is kind of like another layer within mental health services. Mm-hmm. So not only does the doctor or counselor or therapist have to be within like the United Healthcare, and again, this might be with other healthcares, I'm, I'm not speaking on healthcare, I don't know. Um, it might be in other plans, but like this person had to be in the United Healthcare network, but they also had to be in the EAP network oh and so if they were within the eap network like through work i was allowed to get like 10 free sessions okay so it would have been free but i'm like if i get an email and it says the employee assistance program to me that is not telling mental health services maybe that's what mine was too because i didn't even pay for a while 
Then maybe your person was in that network too. Yeah, but now I pay a copay of thirty dollars okay. per session. Yeah, so um, because like I said, I found out after the fact. They're like, oh no, like you get ten free sessions, and I was, I said, I've been getting billed, and I've been paying every month. But then they're like, well, she's not an EAP, and I'm like, then why would you? You know, anyway. Yeah, it's very confusing. So, and that's what I'm just like, again, like, why would you call it EAP? <laughs> because if the only thing it is, like, I don't know, their marketing team, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe they don't want people taking advantage of those I don't think they do. Yeah. Um. So, I said all that to say, if you've ever heard of that anywhere, if your company has ever mentioned it, check it out more because I didn't. <laughs> and I pay for every single service. Um. So, I still get some, like, some part of it is, like, billed towards my deductible, but I still pay out of pocket for, like, every session. Um... But, oh, I didn't even think about that. Build towards your deductible. Yeah. So mine isn't because it's covered. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't know that's how that worked. Yeah, so like, mine is not built toward my deductible at all. Like, I don't even think I'm close to reaching my deductible. So, well, that's the other reason why I picked such a cheap plan. Because I'm like, mm, no matter, I did the math and I'm like, there's no way that I would even reach the deductible with like the highest paying health insurance. Um, But yeah, so like part of my... Because, like, her rates, the girl that I see, which I'm not going to put her information out there, but <laughs> I, I'm sure it's probably kind of standard. Um, I think for her, it's, like, 125 for an hour or something, and I think, like, $50 of that gets billed towards my deductible each session, and then I pay the rest out of pocket. Which is? Well, I'm going to be embarrassed if I did the math wrong. 80-something? Or, like, 70-something? Yeah. yeah. I don't that's know. that's about right. That's about right. I've never looked at my bill, honestly. I just see that it's $30, and I... Well, mine gets put on my credit card, so. So is mine. But they send me a physical bill. Yeah, I get a physical bill, It's so wasteful. Because I remember I finally checked my mail. You know, I don't ever check my mail. Yeah. And I was like, why do I have 10 things from United Healthcare? And it was, like, just my receipt. Yeah, well, that's that's the only reason why I knew that I was getting billed towards my deductible, too. Because that's Mm. also, like, it would say, like, this was the total, this is the amount that insurance covered. Oh. This is, like, the amount left on your deductible. And, like, it also had what I paid. So I kind of had to figure that out myself using context clues Mm, maybe i am using it then but i don't know that's they don't they don't really be teaching you when you no they don't anyway um yeah so all that to say i did the same thing as victoria just like having to kind of go back and forth and i think the thing here is like stick it out take breaks if you need to because i had to take breaks literally for days because i'm like this is stressful and this is only the beginning you know what i mean like who knows what's gonna come next um but it's not as easy as it should be to find somebody in my opinion again Mm -hmm. maybe through like better help i don't know through insurance if that's if you're trying to do it through your like health plan it will take time yeah um and hopefully this gave you like some advice if you're kind of in that scenario but yeah oh i think something else you're gonna mention you mentioned it about how you saw someone at smu yeah so i don't know how accurate this is so i don't want to speak like blanket statement But I'm 90% sure that most schools have some type of, like, mental health resources. I think that's a fair statement. Yeah. Um, At SME specifically, I think you got five sessions per semester for free. Mm -hmm. Don't quote me on that, SME people. It also could have changed by now. Yeah. But, um, yes. So, and then during the summer, maybe it was, like, five. I don't know. I really don't know. Um, But... And I'm also, like, I don't know if that is with insurance. Oh, because if you don't get the insurance, you have to get the school insurance. So, yeah, regardless, you got, like, five sessions per semester. Mm -hmm. My only tip with that, I never used it during, like, the actual school semesters, but I do remember people, like, complaining or venting and saying that, like, those sessions typically book up really quickly. Like, 
around midterms, around finals, because everyone's mm. really stressed out. So I would say to take advantage of it sooner rather than later. But I also agree with that, like, just in a general statement, in, in, in a statement in general, in the sense of just, like, don't wait until, like, your mental health is literally, like, trash yeah. to go talk to someone. And I think a lot of people think that you have to be dealing with something or going through something mm-hmm. to start going through therapy, but you could be, like, literally fine. Yeah. And just go and talk to someone and kind of figure out, like, if there's something that you need to work on. It's also just good to have, like, a third party who, like, is not connected in your life in any way whatsoever, who can just hear what's going on in your life, be there, like, as, like, counsel if they need yeah. to. Um, but yes, all that to say, most schools have it. I say to take advantage of it. You're paying through it anyway, like, for it anyways, yeah. through your tuition and your student fees, so I just say, like, to take advantage of it. Yeah, I think that's definitely a good place to start. It's pretty low stakes. Yeah. You know, in terms of, like, yeah, you might go, you might not like it, okay, but again, at least you tried, and like you said, you're probably paying for it already. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that might be, uh, an, an accessible point for some of you guys who, I don't know, like, maybe aren't on a yeah. um, health plan, I don't know, health insurance or whatever. Yeah, I know it's also hard, like, even when you're in school, like, for example, I did not have a doctor in Dallas for all four years that I was here. I was very yeah, lucky during school, while. and I didn't have, I was never sick, like, I think I went to the health center, like, twice. Um, So it could also just be hard, like, finding a therapist, especially, like, my insurance was, like, very specific to Louisiana because my family's in the medical, like, field. So, like, I knew it would be hard to, like, find a doctor somewhere else out here or a therapist somewhere else out here. So I would just recommend starting at school if you are in school and, like, living out of state or something. Yeah, and I think just the last point on that I'll add quickly on here is, like, okay, you're not in school, you don't have health insurance, like, is it still accessible, right? Um, So kind of at the point where I'm at right now, which we'll get into in a little bit more detail, but basically through the plan I set up with my therapist, I've kind of worked through the main, I mean, not entirely, we're always improving, right? But I've kind of worked through, like, the main thing that I started going to therapy for. Um, And so because of that, like, we had a conversation about what that means for me if I'm not seeing her for a specific purpose, which basically what that means is that she can no longer bill towards my insurance. Um, so kind of the comment I made before about, oh, some of it's going towards my deductible, I'm paying out of pocket. Moving forward, if I'm if I'm not really working towards something, it'll come out of pocket. Um, yeah, that's going to hurt a little bit, my bank account. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, that was just something, like, I felt like I should add in there because, like I said, it's now no, no part of my medical plan is involved mm-hmm. moving forward. So maybe for those of you who are like, well, if I don't have it, that doesn't mean that you don't have access to those resources too. Yeah. Definitely more expensive um, than with it, but I know we spend a lot of time talking about insurance, so I'm just like, if you're <laughs> if you're not there, then there are also options and like still great people you can have access to um, for a pretty penny, but yeah. Yeah. Um, and then another point that we have on here is how therapy has affected us so far, like just in our day-to-day routines. Mm -hmm. so what does that look like for you yeah I think for me and I kind of want to expand on what you said too about just having kind of like a neutral third party um it has just been so I I can tell I feel like I've been a lot happier I feel like my mood has been a bit more what's the right way to say like temperamental is when you have like mood swings right Mm -hmm. stable Mm -hmm. maybe is the word I want to use um like, I feel like I don't kind of go through these, like, highs and lows of emotions as I did before, which 
I think a lot of that was because I was just trying to handle it myself or I'd, I'd bottle things up or I'd tell myself, oh, it's not that big of a deal, just, like, be happy. Um, but, yeah, I think I've just been a lot more stable and it's just been so nice to speak freely. Not even, not to the point where it's like, oh, I can't talk to my friends about this because they wouldn't understand or maybe sometimes as a friend listening you feel like you need to react or respond a certain way um and it's also like anytime you talk to someone in your circle they're gonna have a bias not because they're ill-intentioned but it's like they know you or they can say well this is how it happened last time or Mm -hmm. you know what I mean so to just kind of it's it's so nice to just speak speak freely to someone who will speak back to you you know what I mean versus kind of like being in your head and with your thoughts or talking to yourself about situations um and yeah just know that this person is like really looking at situations objectively yeah um so it's just nice like yeah to have that kind of like safe space or I would say like to have that outlet too um but yeah I just day to day I feel like I've just been a lot happier yeah you know I think for me um obviously like on a surface level I've been able to find like tactical ways to like manage work anxiety Mm -hmm. I would say I'm in a lot better place than I was back in May, June or la- of last year whenever I first started. Yeah. That's due to a number of things, um, but also just, like, really learning how to manage my workload and advocate for myself and my mental health and prioritize that mm-hmm. um, over a job and recognizing that, like, that's more important than getting everything done in a day or, like, making someone happy. Yeah. Um, but also, on the other hand, I think I've really... Or I'm really starting to learn the importance of, like, balance. Um, Mm -hmm. Just as a whole, I think, I'm sure you're probably going to talk about this too, but it's just, like, I don't know. Navigating, like, post-grad in general has just been a lot for me, and it's kind of bittersweet, like, looking at the calendar and knowing that, like, it's nearly been a year of, like, having graduated, which is very crazy to me, Um, and just looking at myself as a person as a whole and just seeing how different I am now um has been very interesting so day-to-day wise I will just say that I've learned how to successfully navigate and manage like those emotions Mm -hmm. as well as like kind of go through the ebbs and flows of like what that looks like as navigating adulthood yeah I think something that's been good for me too and I feel like this probably applies to to both of us especially I know we talk about how we both identify as being like pretty logical like pretty type a um it's been really great but also really challenging to have someone kind of challenge me Mm -hmm. back obviously not in like a combative way but you know like I said for I made the comment earlier about something I was really struggling with is just like am I doing life right Mm -hmm. in the sense of am I saving enough money am I spending enough money am I having enough alone time am I spending enough time with friends like I was just very stressed on how to find this balance that would set me up for success in the future because I don't Mm -hmm. ever want to look back and be like you know sometimes you feel like I was so stupid in my 20s I blew all this money I wrapped up all this debt I you know or I I worked so hard that I didn't have friends or you know like you hear things like that and I'm just so or I was I feel like I don't feel that way anymore but I was just so scared of like having that in the future that I was so hyper focused on what I was doing now um, and like I said, I, I had gotten to that point because I told myself it was so logical yeah. what I was doing. Duh, if I get 
this many hours of sleep, I'll wake up. Duh, if I start every day with a workout at 6 a.m., mm-hmm. it'll release, what, like endorphins or something? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I'll be in a good mood, and then I'll have a good day, and then, you know, like, all of this stuff. Um, but to really have someone, like, sit down and, like I said, like, challenge that mm-hmm. and be like, well, like, what it would what would it look like if you did this? Mm-hmm. Or, um, you know, well, well, what does that actually mean? Like, to just have someone challenge me beyond. Yeah my own thoughts and like I said I think it's it can be a lot or you feel a lot less defensive when it's coming from someone yeah else yeah versus like you know I feel like if it's a friend or a family member like you can be quick to kind of like yeah get combative or, or take it some type yeah. of way versus having that conversation with someone who literally like not that they don't have a stake in your personal yeah. life but you know what I mean like they're not asking for any other intention other yeah. than like getting you to think about it a bit deeper um because yeah one of my big goals too was like I feel like I don't really have coping mechanisms mm. outside of thinking. Like, I will just think myself into be like, like, I get so obsessed with, like, well, what can I do right now mm-hmm. to solve it? Um, to the point where I literally become, like, paralyzed because I convince myself that it was irresponsible or stupid of me to, like, put those thoughts off yeah. until later. Um, and I was just like, I literally just don't know what to do other than think or, or act on it immediately. Yeah. So, for example, like... Um, working a second job mm-hmm. right oh well I'm not doing anything else with my time after yeah. five to nine like it would be stupid for me to if I'm stressed about money oh well, let me just pick up a shift because I'm not doing anything else and yeah. it would be stupid to not make money when I have the opportunity to but then it's like okay again like at what cost like what mm-hmm. was that doing to my mental health like I didn't have time to talk to friends I yeah. didn't have time to read a book or do anything else but it was also because I convinced myself like that's not productive yeah. you know to lay in bed after work and I don't know, just have someone, like I said, really challenge my thought process and, like, challenge the way that I view myself and treat myself and, like, think about myself um, has been tough, but, like, very, very needed. Yeah, I agree. I think that was also a pretty good holistic take. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I was, like, I had some, you know, some, some bigger things there, too, but, yeah, just like I said, in terms of day-to-day, I feel like I'm just a lot happier because I put so much less pressure on myself than I did before yeah I think I agree with the bulk of like mostly what you said um I think obviously we have like our different nuances and like Mm -hmm. the things that we're working on individually but I know for me like I don't know who said this I think maybe it was Kinsey Elizabeth like she was like year 23 just like put you through the ringer yeah and I wanted her to be really wrong like I really did yeah I was like oh that was probably just you but honestly, like, year 23 has, like, put me through the ringer in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like, everyone knows about work, but, like, I think also this journey of therapy is a journey. Yeah. And a lot of people, like, don't really recognize that whenever they start it or, like, whenever they talk about it in general. And so I think for me, it's been a lot of ebbs and flows. It's not always, like, fun to, like, yeah. go to therapy. And I think... Sometimes it's really hard. I don't even, not to be like my issues like aren't that serious or aren't that big, but it's like working through like past things in my life that I mm-hmm. might not have recognized were like quote unquote trauma. Yeah. I hate to use that word because it sounds so like big and scary, but it's like, mm-hmm. that's just the term. But I think um, going through that process of working through those things and seeing how it's affected me into my adulthood has been very interesting um to see like 
traits of like why I act certain ways or why yeah. I react to certain things certain ways has been very interesting like I said it's not always fun at times it also like I don't always have a good time like after I finish therapy yeah. like I don't always yeah. feel great afterwards um but that's something that my therapist reminded me is that healing I hate that word healing but it's like <laughs> Healing your inner self or, like, whatever you're working towards is not, like, a linear journey. Yeah. Um, Ebbs and flows, like I said, there are highs and there are lows. A lot of, like, Mm self-introspection and not to be, like, self-actualization and bring it back to Maslow's hierarchy of needs. (laughs) But it's, like, really being aware of the type of person that you are. And I think I've always been aware of the type of person that I am. Yeah think I'm very quick to accept my faults like in things and recognize where I do things wrong but like sometimes that awareness can like make me go even deeper I don't know like you're like like, hyper focused yeah like hyper focus on like things that I did wrong like you said um and so I think that I am in the process right now of finding that happy balance of like not being super critical of myself yeah and recognizing that like it's okay to make mistakes Mm -hmm. I think I like kind of have like some perfectionist tendencies and I'm like well if I'm so like aware of like what I should be doing right like why did I still make the wrong decision or why did I still do x y and z when I knew that shouldn't have been what I did so I can be really hard on myself in the sense of like okay Victoria like you this would have been okay a year ago whenever Mm -hmm. you weren't going through therapy but now that you are and I would just beat myself up over it yeah um and so I was reminded of that like a couple of weeks ago that we're still human at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes I just feel this pressure to prove mm-hmm. something to mm-hmm. someone. I don't know if it's my parents when yeah. it comes to finances or, like, myself when it comes to, like, work and love and, like, all these different aspects of life. Yeah. But I will just say, like, navigating this new journey of adulthood for me has been, like, very tough. And yeah. I don't think that, like, without going to therapy I would have been able to, like, stick it through like not to get morbid or anything like I, yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. like that's what mm-hmm. I meant but I, I think it would have been a lot harder for me to process and cope with those emotions like you mentioned yeah um without like someone who was removed from the situations mm-hmm. who could be kind of like a sound voice within yeah. that um so I definitely agree with that currently learning some coping mechanisms mm-hmm. do I really do them all the time not necessarily <laughs> but um yeah it's been weird honestly this whole past year yeah um but I will say like I highly highly recommend therapy and it you'll really know once you found the right person because it's like not that it feels like a burden is lifted off of you but it's like things feel like a little bit lighter I will say yeah, and I guess, yeah, I didn't mention this earlier, but I, f- I feel like I also kind of looked out, you know, just as Victoria did in terms of finding someone who you click with. Um, and also that might take a little bit of time, too, because yeah. I remember even, like, after my very first session, I was so scared. I remember, well, you, you're on Zoom, right? Or, like... Yeah, it's, like, an online thing. Yeah, okay, so, like, I do virtual as well. I guess that's something that we could mm-hmm. have added in there. Um, so, like, being in the waiting room, like, mm-hmm. you know, waiting to see, like, oh, what is she going to look like? Or, like, yeah. I, know, I looked her up so much what look like. <laughs> But, like, okay, like, how is this conversation actually going to go? That was also, outside of um, going through, like, manually the process of, like, searching for someone, that first, I I cannot tell you, I was so not looking forward to, like, that first session. 
um, because I was just like, I don't know what she's going to ask. Like, mm. I don't even know if I'll be able, like, I was nervous. It's always nervous to meeting, to meet someone new, but especially yeah. someone who you're like, oh, like, we're about to get vulnerable. Yeah. You know, and I'm about to sit here and talk to you about, like, things that I struggle with. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I remember, like, the first session, too. It was, it's kind of, obviously I can't speak for everybody, <laughs> um, but it was very, like, um, like, I felt like I was at the doctor's office, mm-hmm. almost. Did you go through, like, a like an assessment? Yeah, so I had to fill something out beforehand, okay. and then we, like, also had an assessment session. Okay, yeah, same. So, like, I had to fill stuff out before, just, like, I remember it was, um, like, oh, like, what are you interested in, like, talking about? Like, mm-hmm. why did you start? And so, for her to, like, read it back to me and be like, oh, you said you wanted to start therapy because um, you're really struggling with life right now, and, like, you don't yeah. know what to do next, and you're 23 and you stress about life every day, blah, blah, blah. Like, tell me more about that. And I'm like, girl, like, (laughs) you know what I mean? And I remember, um, so it's like that kind of stuff. And I was like, I remember I was like crying and I was just like, and then I was embarrassed that I was crying because I'm like, I don't even know why I'm crying. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, to go through like other questionnaires, like, uh, had stuff about like my sleep, like my Mm -hmm. sleep patterns and like how often does this whatever. And so to also like sit there and kind of say some of those things out loud for the first time Mm -hmm. can be very scary because again, that's something that like, I keep up with my head. Yeah. You know, and there's no point in, in lying. Yeah. Like, what, like, you're probably not going to get out of it what you're hoping if you're not being honest and truthful, yeah. which really sucks and it's really scary. But I remember even I called Victoria, too, because I'm like, well, I know Victoria started therapy <laughs> and, like, whatever. And I felt like even after the first session, like, she was nice. Like, I remember my impression was like, oh, she's nice. Like, she's cool. But it wasn't, um, not like it wasn't a conversation, but we didn't, like, work through anything. Like, we were setting up the, the playing yeah. field. Which sucks. And I'm like, if, if I were to go see someone new, I'd probably have to go through that same thing yeah. all over again. Um, so, yeah, even kind of backtracking a little bit um, to Victoria's comment about, like, shopping around or kind of finding someone. Um, I also probably wouldn't be too quick to judge because it might take a little while. Also, yeah. if you don't really know, like, what or how you want to get out of it. Um, like, if you don't know what you're working towards, then you might not be able to have, like, a clear judgment on, like, whether yeah. or not it's working for you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I said all that to say it's with the ebbs and flows, I would say at the very beginning of, of everything, searching kind of that first session, um, will probably not be like, probably be on a decline. You yeah. know what I mean? I will or at least say, that was my experience. Honestly, you have to give it at least like three to four sessions. Yeah. Um, even before this therapist, like I didn't like fully open up to like the first girl until like the third or fourth session. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's just like, I think one also everyone's like different but I know that like I personally have like walls up in general Mm -hmm. because I'm like I don't know you like I don't yeah I'm not just gonna like tell you everything about myself um so I say to give it three to four just to like for you to feel comfortable to like loosen up to feel like you trust this person Mm -hmm. um to reveal the most vulnerable parts of yourself um but I say like it's highly highly worth it um like Lexi mentioned like there are times where it's just like yeah, you can talk to your friends, you can talk to your family, but sometimes it's just really important to, like, really unburden and, like, unpack what you've been thinking and what you've been feeling to the fullest extent with someone who's just, like, not attached to you in your life whatsoever. Also, like, they're professionals. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, I can say here on quote a TikTok or, oh, I saw this tweet the other day where someone said, you know, X, Y, and Z, which, sure, that might still be helpful, but again, it's like, you're literally seeing someone who has you think you're putting time and money into your um into your sessions they put yeah time and money you know what I mean in order to to be able to be equipped to kind of help you through those things um so I think that's also another great point too is just like 
think that's what they're supposed to be doing. Like, yeah. not to be like your friends don't owe you that, but that your friends also, unless you're Brie Ream, shout out Brie, um, might not have, like, the knowledge to really be able to, to help you through kind of what you're going through. Yeah. I guess one last thing I want to touch on, too, is also, like, the frequency mm. at which you go. Because you go every week, or at one point you did. Um, I started off every week, and then... Once we, like, kind of got to the point where it was, like, okay, we, like, kind of got through, like, your anxiety portion of it, we mm-hmm. started going every other week, and then I was, like, psych, let's talk about my love life and relationships. <laughs> um, so, recently, it's been back to every week. Um, I think she wants me to be on every other week. Yeah. But literally every week, I throw her something, like, <laughs> a total curveball. I'm, like, yeah. I know we're supposed to talk about this, but this just happened in my life last week. And I need to unpack it, and I need to, like, figure out what I'm supposed to do next. Yeah. Um, so, I will say, like, it's supposed to be bi-weekly, but it's pretty normal to go, like, every week, every other week. Some people go once a month. Mm-hmm. I think, like, one of my friends goes once a month, and they're just, like, on a normal, like, catch-up session with their therapist. Yeah, so I started bi-weekly, so twice a month. Um, and it kind of got to the point, like, similar to Victoria, where she was, like, she hasn't, my therapist um was like hey like we we did an assessment again right and like I was answering I'm like oh yeah I feel great like this is good like I don't struggle with this really anymore like when I do it doesn't make me feel the way it used to and she was like okay like so you sound like you're doing well I was like yeah like whatever and she was like so um in terms of like what's next and then I was like oh yeah so that's how we got into conversation of like yeah "Yeah, you can see me but it's not going to our insurance and I was like okay yeah um but I was just like and I remember I was, like, so nervous to kind of ask her because I see her as kind of, like, my friend now, mm-hmm. too. And I was, like, well, I was, like, I literally said, I'm, like, well, I don't want to stop, like, talking to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I felt like, like, I didn't feel like she was, like, breaking up with me. But you know what I mean? Yeah. It was kind of, like, and I was, like, no. like No, I, I remember stay. when I, she, she told me that it was going to be, like, bi-weekly. And I was, like, are you sure? No. Like, <laughs> I, I, felt like, like, I felt like I was, like, I was, like, no. Yeah. Like, I put this on my calendar every week for work. Like, they think I'm at a doctor's appointment every single week. <laughs> yeah, I was just, like, I was, like, um, I was, like, I don't know, I still want to, like, talk to you, and I was, like, I don't want to, again, kind of fall in the same pattern where it was, like, really bad to the point where I was just, like, crying all the time, mm-hmm. you know, and, like, I was, like, I want to keep up this relationship or whatever, um, and she's, like, well, yeah, like, you know, obviously <laughs> I still want to, um, so now I'm transitioning kind of into seeing her monthly, so I think for me it'll kind of be, like, oh, catch up, like, this is what's been going on, um, but I can imagine just as I think through some of the things that I want to do soon, so, like, move or, I don't know what else I'm doing with my life because I think about like my career more you know there will be a time where it needs to kind of pick up again um but I feel like frequency is also kind of a, a subsection of like that yeah. as well of just like it Agreed. can adjust with you and not to be like you're not committing a lot to when you start therapy because of course there's like emotional yeah. mental financial things that go along with it um but it can adjust with you too which I think is also really comforting and kind of takes away a factor of like intimidation you know if this is something you're thinking about starting yeah no totally agree therapy is for everybody you don't have to be working through something specific like Mm -hmm. anxiety or depression or whatever else um you can literally just go to like talk through the changes of your life and the transitional periods you're going through um it's I wouldn't say it's like fully accessible to everyone right now I will Mm -hmm. say that it's widely available. Yeah. I hope that one day it becomes accessible and equitable for everyone, but Mm -hmm. 
if you have the ability to do it, I highly, highly recommend it. Yeah. Um, just for like your personal growth and development as a whole, whether you're 20, whether you're like 50, like I think it's great for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, we chat, we kind of talked through the benefits and how, or benefits, how to get started and everything like that. But mm-hmm. also like we listed some alternatives. So BetterHelp, I wish this was sponsored, but it's not. <laughs> um, is it also a good alter- alternative? But yeah. I don't know. I think the biggest thing I'd echo is just like, get started when you can whether it's now or later but don't wait yeah in a sense of like I said like you it like I said I don't know my therapist I feel like she's my friend at this point like I want to ask her her day was tell her about my day um but I think to kind of just have that support system in place for you throughout any point of your life is great it's important to remember that your mental health is just as important as your physical your emotional spiritual financial everything else so Mm -hmm. I want people to prioritize that I think it gets lost in the messaging of today and people kind of use it as a crutch sometimes but it really is important to prioritize your mental health so whether that's through better help whether it's through finding a therapist we highly recommend and we hope that you find someone that you can talk to yeah but I think that's it um after this episode go find you a therapist and (laughs) let us know your recs yeah again uh what did I say Therapist for Black Girls, a good one. I heard there's also, like, Therapist for Black Boys. Um, Sorry for not that race. I don't have a recommendation for you. Y'all got resources. Yeah. <laughs> there's stuff out there. Um, but, yeah, just like Victoria said, mental health is super important. There's more that you, – you, there's more than you can do than your self-care routine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of course, there are things that you can implement yourself. But in these past 23 years, I haven't really found anything that's – given me um I would say the support that I need emotionally and mentally then therapy agreed well and with that I think we say goodbye um you know the drill by now go follow us on Instagram at the entry level pod um and give a review if you can yeah and we'll see you guys next time thanks bye